to the first episode of Murderous Mindsets, where we discuss serial killers. We're your hosts, Harper Fife and Gabby Janik. We will be discussing Louis Garavito, also known as The Beast, a 66-year-old serial killer, pedophile, necrophile, rapist, and sex offender. Serial killers, what are they? How does one define a serial killer? A serial killer is different from a murderer because a serial killer is a person who murders three or more people. All these murders must take place over more than a month and have a period of time in between each kill. In the U.S., there have been at least 3,617 known serial killers as of 2020. Think of all the victims that were taken because of people like this. Why do we choose Louis Garavito as our first serial killer on this podcast? We thought Garavito was a perfect example of a horrible human being that has taken the lives of many victims that not many people know of. Everyone knows about Jeffrey Dahmer and the victims he harmed. Not everyone knows about the horrific events that led to the death of Garavito's 300-plus victims. We believe Garavito's childhood was the main cause to all these deaths. Garavito had an awful childhood that consisted of torture, rape, and abuse. Garavito claims that during his first murder, there was a voice that reminded him of his childhood, tempting him to do it. Such a mental and physical abuse is thought to have driven him insane with a ruined conscience. Beginning of his life, childhood. Lewis was born on January 25, 1957. Lewis is the oldest son and the second child of Manuel Garavito and Rosa Kubelos. He had three sisters and three brothers. Both of his parents and possibly his five siblings sexually abused Garavito. Garavito claims his father to have been a drunk, a cheater, very strict, and physically and mentally abusive. Luis Garavito was raised in western Colombia. He had a bad childhood, being raped and tortured at 12 and again at 15. Okay, 12 and 15 is crazy. Like, I feel like he'd want to be against rape and have people not experience the things he did. Yeah, but maybe the experience he had and, like, the trauma he got from that is overall what, what went wrong. And that maybe, like, screwed up his head. Right, yeah. First murder, the beginning. Garavito was arrested for molestation, but was released soon after. At one point, he put himself in a psychiatric center for a month, but continued to act the same way soon after being released. He started regularly luring boys into shady parts of town to sexually harass them, but was never caught. Garavito's victims were boys ranging from the ages 6 to 16, and usually had lighter features like blonde hair. He would dress up as an authoritative figure and lure the boys. He didn't just rape the children, but he also burned, bit, and tortured. Garavito did this more and more frequently. At one point, he raped a child about once a month. His first murder was in 1992. The first victim was named Juan Carlos. Garavito saw Carlos while he was in a bar. He said in an interview, a demonic voice made him do that, and it reminded him of his childhood. Juan was killed with a butter knife and was found with his genitals cut off and his front teeth knocked out. Only six days later came his next murder to a 12-year-old boy. Garavito kept all his murders in a detailed journal and sometimes kept trophies from his victims in trash bags. Garavito's murders became more frequent and gruesome. Eventually, he would kill multiple victims in a day and he began decapitating his victims. The peak of his murder spree was when he became a necrophile, which was quite frequent. Okay, for his first murder, like, murdering someone with a butter knife, that's just, like, the weirdest way. And, like, the things he did for his first murder, like, it seems like he's experienced, but he didn't. Like, that just seems weird. Yeah, something was definitely wrong with him, with the fact that he, his first murder, he knocked out their teeth and used a butter knife. He's obviously been, like, plotting this for a long time. 
and is really, really comfortable with murder. Yeah, exactly. Getting caught. What went wrong? When Garibaldi's bag of body parts he kept from his victims got full, he would drop the bag off at a relative's house, and most frequently at his girlfriend's house. The girlfriend would eventually turn some of the bags into the police only after being questioned. The police waited for Garavito, and he took him into custody on April 22, 1999. Garavito was taken to a high-security prison in Tamaka Valley Depar. He is sentenced to specifically 1,853 years and nine days in prison, but his parole date is set in 2023 because you can only serve up to 40 years in prison in Colombia. Garavito was proved to kill at least 193 minors, but confessed to 23 more minors and five adults after being contained. He is thought to have killed 300 or more people. Okay, in my opinion, I think his parole date is too soon. Like, 2023, that's, like, now. Uh, And that's kind of scary, but the fact that 40 years in Columbia prison, that's not even that much for, like, these murders. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how they could let someone like him out. Like, something is obviously wrong, and it can't be fixed with only 40 years of prison when he was sentenced to, like, what, almost 2,000? Right, like, don't you think he would, like, do it again? Yeah, he definitely will. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today on Murderous Mindsets. In the next episode, the topic will be H.H. Holmes. He was one of the first serial killers in America and killed over 200 people in his murder castle. Come back to episode two to learn more. See you next time. Our sources include Britannica, Practical Pie, and Wikipedia. 